Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, this is Trevor from Halifax calling in to say that I support Creative Control on Patreon. Because I think long-form arts journalism is a crucial part of music culture, and there's simply not enough of it out there today. Vish is a master interviewer, he lands great guests, and he has his finger on the pulse of the ever-changing music landscape, both here in Canada and abroad. For all of these reasons and many more, I think you should support Creative Control on Patreon too. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash creativecontrol today. I'm Visha's wife, and I will love him no matter what you do. And now he has me on the record saying that. Daniel Romano is a tremendously talented multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, singer, poet, graphic artist, and producer based in the Niagara region of Ontario, Canada. Once a member of Attack in Black, Romano has created a remarkable catalog of work under his own name and more recently with the punk rock band Ancient Shapes, whose latest album is 2019's excellent A Flower That Wouldn't Bloom. On March 14th, 2020, Romano returned home from an American tour, and while in self-quarantine due to the COVID-19 pandemic, he surprise-released a new album called Visions of a Higher Dream. With his newly minted band Daniel Romano and the Outfit, he is set to unveil a wondrous live record called OK Wow on March 27th, 2020, via You've Changed Records. And by the time I finish saying this next sentence he will have likely released another new record. He's just that kind of guy. Ancient Shapes played in Edmonton, Alberta not too long ago, and I met up with Daniel to talk about his life and times, capitalism and phoniness, the bands he's in, an announcement about yet another new album coming out this year, and much more. A part of the Entertainment One network with the support of listeners like you, who subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it, and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash creative control. 
plus in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. This is the 534th episode of Creative Control, featuring the amazing Daniel Romano with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Dan, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. It's been three years since we were last on the show. Yes. And now here we are in Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah. Where was I last? In my kitchen. Yeah. We've only done these things uh, remotely. We've never been in the same area. Room. That's true. That's too bad. Why is that? Didn't I, I come over once? That was just to hang out? When I had another job. For a big company, yeah, you came to Guelph and we went to Folkway Music, right? And, and then, then we just hung out at your house after. Yeah, we did like a short phone video uh, yeah. at Folkway, yeah. and then you met my kid. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had one Levon. True. And then you wrote him a song. Did. Yeah, Levon played Tagar because yeah. he was getting everything slightly back. Airy Koki Bar. That's right. Yeah. Whenever he went to go in somewhere, he'd end up near... No, he wound up near or he'd end up far. I can't remember what it nah. was. We used to love that song. He was very <laughs> excited I was coming to see you. Oh, yeah? It's like he wanted to come to the show. And in retrospect, I should have brought him because we're at... He could have just been bowling the Yeah. Whole time. What yeah. is this? We're at the rec room in Edmonton. I've, yeah. never, I've never been here before. Nor have I. It's a slick... Legendary punk venue, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's WR... played here. W-R-E-C-K. Yeah, yeah. The rec room. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. I. Uh, it's a slick uh, thing. It's got an arcade, a bowling yeah, alley, yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. And Let's uh, hope it has a restaurant. Wait, wait, are you hungry? I'm a little hungry. I'm starving. Yeah, yeah. we got to eat something. Okay, we'll make this as fast as we can so we can eat. <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, this is uh, the first out-of-town friend I've had on the show oh. since moving to Edmonton. Okay. I've interviewed two Edmontonians. Oh, who? Uh, Jessica Jalbert of Faith Healer. Okay, yeah. And a guy who goes by the name John Common, but his name is Jim. He's from here. His name's Jim, goes by John. Yeah, he decided uh, when he made his MySpace page to mess up, mess with his name. So he took out the. Uh, his name is Jim Cumming, but okay. he goes by. Jo- we talked about this. Yeah. He was on, but he goes by John Common. Huh. So I might take the I out of my name. And yeah. I'll be Vash. Or yeah. You could be Don. That yeah. Would, that would be great. Yeah. Or that's not the different. It's actually. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's nice to see. You. How often do you come to Alberta? I don't know. Probably once a year. You do, do you? Yeah. Because some people don't make it out here from Ontario. They don't tour out here. Uh, you know, they're lazy. You think that's what it is? Probably. Do you like Alberta? I think it. Yeah, I do. Why it's nice. I? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea. But you what? Make, you know people that don't? I don't know yet. Uh, some people were like, "Why are you moving to Alberta?" Were they all from Toronto? Who's, yeah, yeah, Ontario people. Ooh. But you know what's going on with the, everyone's leaving Toronto. Yeah, for good reason. Right. It's a and dump. You, have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that. <laughs> Have you, you've never lived in Toronto. I lived there for like a summer. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Because I think of you as a guy from Welland. 
Yeah. And I uh, mean, I was working. I was helping open a store in the market. Oh, okay. So I just stayed there. Uh, just the ground, I guess. Sorry, so I, I took, I took the only table. Here. Yeah, sorry. What this, well, this place is slick, but it's not slick. It's one of those places that seems it's slick. It's got the illusion of slickness. Well, like this. Like, that's not wood. No, what is that? it's fake wood. And why it's is it like painted like wood? Yes. And your green room uh, is, is a, right beside adjacent the w- to the women's bathroom. Women's has washroom. a sliding door. Sliding door into separate. The wom- yeah. <laughs> that is not This is a good faith. There's like five, six men right beside the women's yeah. washroom which is being protected by a sliding door. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. No. I don't like being able to hear it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, that's yes. What if people are having issues? Yeah, exactly. Eh. Anyway, it's nice to ha- you're here to play as ancient shapes, yes. right? And the last time you were on the show, we it was 2017. Yeah. So Ancient Shapes, I think, was was kind of new. Yeah, probably. You had a tape out, I believe. There was yeah, a tape. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. We mostly talked about Modern Pressure, your album. That was yourself. that time. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think I probably asked you this at the time, but it escapes me at the moment. Where does Ancient Shapes kind of come from? Why does it exist? Why does it exist? Uh, I think I... Okay. I did a... I did a recording session for somebody, and it was really, like, annoying. Yes. And miserable. That's right. It's coming back. And then I had the drums still set up, so I was like, oh, I'll do a thing, whatever. So I just played, smashed some drums for half an hour, and then put songs over top of it. Right. You came up with all the drum parts first? All the Shapes records are written that way. All of them? Yeah. And do you write all the drum parts? Yeah. Well, I don't write anything. I just play drums for, like, one to two-minute bursts. You hit record. Yeah. And so I play the record in its entirety on drums without knowing what it is. And then... Every song? Yeah, I just like play 10 drums songs. 10 beats. 10 different beats. With fills. And I try to be like, okay, here's like a verse. This will be the chorus, you know. When you're playing, and so you, your brother Ian mm-hmm. is the one who plays in the live band. Yeah. Does he play on the records? He doesn't, right? No, but everybody plays on the, a new, like the new uh, outfit record. Oh, okay. There's what? a live record coming and also like a, a live studio record. Yes, you've called your band The Outfit? Yeah. Do you know, I was in a band called the Nathan Cole's Outfit. Oh, yeah? Are you the Daniel Romano Outfit? Yeah. That's weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know about my band? I didn't. No, no okay. So no. It's, uh, that's from, I just played a reunion show before leaving Guelph. Oh, really? We did one last, well, it was supposed to, He Nathan wanted us to get back together. Mm. And he asked in September, and I knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, yeah, I'll do the show. And then uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to record or, or work right right remotely. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's... I don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, we were called Nathan Cole's Outfit. And then I went to your Lee's Palace show with the Sadies. Yeah. And I bought one of the shirts. Did you screen print some shirts or something for that we, show? We, I, I did that... Sh- I designed that shirt for that show. You did like a yeah. poster and, yeah. and, and I have... So I bought one of those shirts. Yeah, I just it was a good shirt. It's a great shirt and yeah. it was... Uh, I've not seen this too often. It was a shirt uh, that was basically a poster for the show that yeah. I was at. Yeah. You don't see... Why don't more people... Do, uh, is it expensive to do that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably not yeah. cheap. No. Did you sell all, most of them? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Did you make the money back? Okay. Cause I no think one, we made the money back. How, ama- how amazing would that be is every time you went to the show, you go to the merch table, they got a shirt. For the show. For the show. Yeah. Not just a poster, yeah, but a shirt. I, w- I mean, I would love that. Well, you did. You, you did so it. I did it for one. Right. But yeah. that's when I saw the outfit. Is he calling his band? I thought that yeah. was odd. Why? What's the outfit then? I don't know. It's just no, but who's in the outfit? Oh, like pretty much present company. Everyone in ancient yeah, shapes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this, 
Okay. I think I remember the story now. You had a weird recording session, like you said, and then you made the songs and you played them all. Yeah. You played the drums. So does that say something to you about the drums? Why are the drums the driving factor in Ancient Shapes? Does that have anything to do with, I don't know, ancient rhythms or something? Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing some anthropological research yeah, right no, now. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I'm just, that's a, that's got to be a curious way to write songs. I think it's a really easy way to write songs. Are you ever like stymied by the drum parts you've come up with? No. Like, no, it works. No. Do you have the song as you're playing? No. You have no parts Nothing. in your head? Just okay. drums. So why? How is that a thing? Like that's it's so fun. That is, it is, it's, it works well. The yeah. records are good. And yeah. Okay. That's just an odd, it seems yeah, to I don't, me. I don't analyze it really. I just try to, uh, it just works every time so I far. I think... I think I am as a dr- I'm I'm a drummer. Yeah, I know. I should be more sympathetic to this, but I think I'm just I'm trapped in some kind of you know conventional box. Like you think you can't write songs on drums? That's an instrument. Yeah. It's the, the, I think it's the most important thing. Well, I mean, like all songs are are pretty much structured more or less the same. This is you yeah. just, whatever. You pick a tempo. Okay. So you pick a tempo. Well, not really. I just stick. I click the sticks. That's it. You don't know what you're gonna do. No. How does that? And it's working. Yeah. <laughs> like if I biff, I'll stop. Right. But otherwise, like just keep going. Powerhouse ten ten performances of drums within the wheelhouse of one to three minutes, and then okay, start guitar. Okay, so then you've done the ten, then you just attack them one at a time. Yeah. As parts. Mm-hmm. Okay that simple yeah and well I, when once once it's in like guitar bass mode i'll s- kind of switch it up because i'll do two guitars and bass for each song yeah so sometimes i'll i'll just like change it up when i'm like writing the actual melody for this or like the musical melody for the song like i'll it. do one on bass right you know start with bass or start with one guitar or the other depending because uh, oh, oh, it'll, it'll imply different feeling right okay. so it's not all the same so yeah. drums is bottom line like you're gonna do the drums first and yeah. then whatever happens next yeah okay wow. well the first record i had words that i knew i was gonna like siphon from but ever since then i was just like i i don't even write the words anymore i don't write them down i just like go line for line into the mic yeah that's it that's it i'll write song titles you're not writing down the song lyrics i don't write them anymore. are you improvising them yeah okay why is this why are you doing this because i don't ever have anything for it like okay. I don't, I don't know, because I start with the drums, right? It's intuitive this. or impulsive. Yeah. Well, I, it? well, I have song titles, which is basically a song, right? You know, it's true. Yeah, it's true. I, your last uh, Daniel Romano record is called "Finally Free." Yeah, and I wondered what that meant and whether or not it was reflective. That was the exact opposite of what we're talking okay. about. Okay, that was like I had these words, they were weird and came out of nowhere, and I was like, "What the hell kind of music is this going to be?" Right. And then I just kind of like played the words. You played the words? Yeah, more like kind of. The words were the instrument? Like I had no music. Okay. Until I performed it. Like a couple of the tracks on that are literally the first performance of the song ever. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's fun. So you, I mean, you, okay, is there something about the lyrical content on that record? Is there a thematic I have connection? No, I have no real relation to the lyrical content on that record. I don't understand it. Huh. Because it came I, to you instinctually. Yeah, but I understood it at the time. I remember understanding it, but now I have no idea what some, it is. It seems... Uh, that's funny. I was listening to it today, and I thought there were some really... 
it seemed to me uh, well, well thought out. Yes. Yeah, it was. I'm sure. But it was in the moment. Yeah. Because there's some clever turns of phrase. Some of them are escaping me right now. But I just was like, oh, that's intricate. That's good poet. Like someone spent some time. And I you're felt saying very clear headed when writing it. I remember that it was in a car too. So I don't know okay. how I managed to feel that way, but. But yeah, and then it was just done. Does that sentiment finally free bleed into the lyrics on the... I mean, you have no relationship. Yeah, I think so, yeah. What does that mean to you, finally free? We talk a lot about... Every time we've been on the show, we talk about freedom. Yeah, well, you know, it's easy to feel musically stifled. And I I think topically, uh, some of it touches on that, but also the way in which I approached the music, which was just like one microphone for everything and the, it didn't move positions i just like set up the a little bass amp a little electric guitar amp and i left the vocal mic where it was to also record the acoustic oh, so i'd like okay. sing and then i would like do an acoustic track but leave it here you know what i mean so everything was like into this one yeah yeah thing that was in the exact same space um that's neither here nor there, really. Well, no, it's inter- that's interesting. You were kind of that that you were anchored by this one single microphone. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to like, I was trying to make it like it was four or five people playing into one microphone at the same time, and I was thinking if this doesn't move at all, it's going to have the exact same ambiance for every single track that goes into it. Right? Wait, are you saying that was the only way you captured? No, that can't be the only way you captured everything on that record. Was yeah, it? I didn't put mic. I didn't move. You didn't it's move a all mic? through a vocal mic. Really? Every single thing. Yeah. Every instrument. And the and the mic didn't move. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I needed you to clarify that. That's re- that's a annoying, that's a very, uh, annoying uh, way of describing. But it. But that's an odd. That you're, that's obviously distinctive for you. You don't normally record that way. No. Usually I record stuff like properly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't notice like fidelity issues or anything. No, it worked out fine. It. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you're finally free because you were trusting the moment, but I feel like you always trust the but moment. I don't like, feel finally free anymore. Do you not feel free anymore? I don't know. Probably not. Not so right now. Why? Because we're together? No. This? I, this is nice. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm hungry. Yes, I'm hungry. Been living in a sardine can. You uh, know. How long have you been on tour? <laughs> Not as long as it feels. Like okay. two weeks. Okay. But is it going well? Yeah, no, it's going great. The shows have been amazing. It's just uh, so cold. And I don't I don't uh, want to put the burden of doing the mountain driving on anybody other than myself because I feel responsible. Uh, so I had to do all of it. Oh. Well, I chose to do all of it. Are you the uh, yeah? You're kind of the dad of the band, right? But I, I mean, not yeah, yeah, yeah. So you feel responsible. I do. That's a lot of pressure for you. Yeah, and and you're also singing, as well. You're yeah, singing and you're I'm focusing all my energy on not being ill. Right. Basically. Right. Okay. That's fair enough. Okay. So at this point, I was watching the. I, I want to mention that I mentioned that Lee's Palace show. And that's the first time I'd seen uh, the Dan Romano band in some time. Mm-hmm. The outfit. Yeah. And aside from wanting to call my lawyer to figure out about the name. Fair. Just wondering what was up. I was only distracted by that for a moment. Very intense show that oh, yeah? you put on. I thought, like, I mean, I've seen you play in all sorts of manners, but your... I thought that one was kind of subdued compared no. to normal. Maybe the audience, maybe. Oh. No, you were pretty on... Unf- I was blown away by it. Oh. And I talked to Mike Blitzky of the Sadies, like, what the... Wow. Like he didn't anyway. Very great. And I it, it made me think 
why does he need ancient shapes exactly? Because ancient shapes to me seem like, as you said, it started out basically as an, an outlet for your aggression. Yeah. And it does have this. Uh, and when I saw ancient ships the last time, it was in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And you put on a very intense show. Yes. So there's a certain amount of uh, intensity and frenetic power to ancient shapes and the last time i saw the dan romano band i thought it had it it seems like the things are rubbing off on each other yeah for sure so why what's going on there why do you need the two things i don't i thought eventually (laughs) they would just become one thing uh but they seem to have their differences still but that those differences are becoming more and more subtle well were you are you you have you know we've talked about this a lot over the years because you have Switch gears a lot, yeah. as Daniel Romano. People comment on that. They don't know what you are, who you are. Yeah. Was the name become a burden, being yourself? Yeah, I would rather just be The Outfit. The Outfit. Yeah. There's a band called The Outfit, by the way. Whatever. No, you can't have the same band name. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. Why are you who saying this? Who are they? I don't know. They're, yeah, they're nobody does. <laughs> Nobody's heard of them. <laughs> but Ancient Shapes could be the name for everything you do, is what I'm saying. If, oh, the, if they're see. coming together, why did you? You went the other way. Yeah. You'd rather be the outfit. Like I don't ancient, think things through, really. Well, is Ancient Shapes tainted already? Do people think Ancient Shapes is a thing? And I'm sure people hate it. I don't know. Why do they hate it? People who don't love it. <laughs> you know, those people. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, part of what you're doing constantly, it seems to me, is switch whatever pigeonholes you've been placed in, you're flying out of it. Well, yeah. And that's still what's going on. Yeah. And how is that going? Frustratingly. How many records but did you put out last year? Not that many. None? One. Oh, none? One. What about just, just Ancient Shapes uh, okay. record. When did Finally Free come out? 2018? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yesterday was a, a shit, or it was a shit year last year. <laughs> Why was it For that? output. No, I'm, I mean, we made I made a lot of things, but they just none of them came out yet. Because you seem to be on a pace of putting out, like the year prior, didn't you put out two albums on the same day? Was yeah. Was that that year? Three records in, in 2018. 2018 right yeah so and and people do you find that people are having trouble keeping up with what you're doing like the people you no, work with no i don't think so. oh people i work with yeah but now i only work with steve so it's easy you've changed yeah so you were with new west before yeah and that's done yeah I, I, well yeah yeah okay. i mean I, I'm, I'm not gonna take i'm not gonna take another record you're not no. oh did they ask you to do another one i mean sorry i don't want to get into your business but you uh, they offered but okay. I, I think i think i'd re- i think i want to just see what we can do with you've changed okay yeah because that's the label you co-started right yeah it's your label well I was steve we both steve, know. Steve's seems, label. steve seems to do a lot of the yeah, work but i was there at the right. genesis right so why did you want to just work with you've changed um i don't know i hate the business you always have hated the business. Yeah. In fact, you had an album called, what was it called? Working for the Music Man? Yeah. And then I, I hear Finally Free, and I think, what does that mean? What's Dan up to? Maybe it's ironic. I don't know. It had, it had nothing to do with your business situation, Finally I'm free. sure all of it does. I, I, anytime I have to think of it, it causes me great anxiety and, and uh, frustration. Do you, do you abandon the business at this point and just do your own? Well, I don't think we need it. I, like I don't, I don't think it does, does anybody any favors. It's just like a bunch of people who like can't play music, trying to be involved. You know, yeah. I don't think that about journalism. Yeah. I don't think of that about all journalism. But <laughs> I do think that about all of the record business. Right. It's just like uh, the powers that be don't actually have the expertise to do the thing that they claim to be experts on. Well, they just want to have ideas, but they don't, and that's why they're paying people to have them. 
Right. Isn't that happening across the board? Isn't yeah. Isn't always the way things work? Yeah. But the music business is particularly tough or, or weird. Well, because it's a specifically creative outlet. And, and all the people in charge of it are not creative. Right. And they stifle the creativity of all the people who they're relying on to have a business. That's true. So you'll do a thing where you say to someone, and I'm just saying hypothetically yeah. here, I don't know any facts. Hey, I made three records. Yeah. Most business people would say, what the f- What am I going to do with that, yeah, Dan? that's awful news. How yeah. am I going to do? We can't Why market that. Why did you that. do that to us? And how do you feel when you hear this? I think, have Why? You, have you heard this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My okay. whole life. Yeah. Because I think I may have even said, I don't know if I said this to you, but journalism kind of works the same way. Like, you can't be on the co- If you put out three albums a year mm. and you are, let's say you're you. Yeah. And you're a cover of a magazine worthy artist. Right. Like, you're a big artist. Yeah. They'll be like, well, we can't put you on for every record, man. Yeah. Or we already covered your last yeah. two records yeah. last year. Does that give you any... Like, the whole industry has this slow motion, one-at-a-time attitude. I don't, think, I don't know how much any of that does anyway. Yeah. Like, it doesn't no have one, any impact on you. Well, no, I don't think so. Because there's, like, you know, there's gimmick and there's shtick, and that has its sort... is It's, like, temporary staying power. It, it'll be around for however long people can stand it, you know? But then there's the slow build of keeping people who actually like music interested in your music by making it and performing it right uh which has nothing to do with business but do you find that your fans have trouble even keeping like no. I, i've been trying to i even in this conversation i'm like trying to remember how many records you've well, made you don't have to remember it's it not, doesn't matter but i'm a collector yeah I'm an archivist well, then you probably have them i do but yeah. i also can't remember them all that's okay because is it okay yeah, are, are we not? Because you, I'd rather you didn't remember them. Why not? I wonder. They're old, right? You know? You're all about the next thing. Well, the next thing's probably better. It is. In your case, it probably you seem to always be a bit better than everything. I would hope. I would hope that. So I would <laughs> hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the whole like reception to your work thing doesn't really affect you anymore, or did it ever? No. What business is that of mine to think about? You are, Dan, I think an underappreciated artist. And my point is, as a fan of yours Mm -hmm. and as someone who's followed it, I mean, this is why we get behind lots of supposed underdog artists, you and I. Yeah. We we champion the underground music or the, the people that didn't get their due, and we criticize and scrutinize the people who get more than their due and that's a thing we do and i don't mean to keep i don't saying the i words. don't i think that if you make good music then i'm not going to be upset if you're popular or not you're not you know? no well you've written okay you wrote a song about jennifer castle what how many years ago yeah i mean that frustrates me sure Th- because see? she should be like the biggest artist in the world right but also that's so annoying of me to say does it seem pretentious not pretentious just like possessive what is it? I don't know. There's something, there's an ownership you get over an artist like Jennifer, not you. Yeah, I wish, I wish we lived in a world where she was God. But, but to you she is. Of course. So why do you suppose we don't live in that world? Because the world's not that great. Okay, so you've reconciled yourself to that about, say, someone like Jen. I'm saying the same thing is felt about you. All I think now is like I'm so grateful to know about her. Right. You know, and your friends know, and your community. And I hope, like, all I can, you know, I hope that 
it's sustainable. Okay, but people like me mm-hmm. in the position I'm in will do my best to highlight of course, yeah. the work of Jen or, yeah. or you, and yeah. that's my job, I yeah. guess. Your job isn't that necessarily to no. toot your own horn, to get in people's face. That's yeah. not you. Don't, oh, you I like to toot the horn of my friends, though, right. or, the pe- or ad- the people I admire. Right. Okay. So your job, you know your job. The rest of this is all just peripheral shit. Simone made an amazing record. The Fiverr record? Yeah. Yes. The uh, newest? With the audi- oh, wait. Which with, one's... With, uh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, audible s- ro- songs? No, I know. Beyond that. Oh. Something new. I, I, I'm I don't not know if I... I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to talk about it, but it's <laughs> so good. Okay. I can't wait for you to hear is it. Is it a Fiverr thing. record? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Simone is someone you admire as well. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, there's a song on your new record called Wellin 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's that about? Ancient Shapes. The uh, yeah. Like a sarcastic pipe dream. Well, in Ontario is the city that you still sort of call home. Still sort of, yeah. You're kind of outside of there still. Just a bit outside, yeah. yeah. But you were born and born and raised there. I'll take the salad. Is there food? <laughs> is that a menu? I want to order some food too. What is that? What is that? What? Unlimited games. What? We got unlimited yeah, games okay. at the air. Things are looking up. Okay, this place is all right. Yeah, I like this place. Did you know that DOA made their first record? Yeah, here? I did. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, you're from Welland. Yeah. And I know Welland mostly because of you. Yeah. And I wonder what Welland, Welland 2020. First of all, what does that mean to you? Like that's the year. That's I know the that's year for Welland. You know what's going to happen to Welland? Well, I wrote it two years ago. You did? Yeah. So yeah. Why is it only coming out now? Oh, because because that's twen- how it works. Vish. <laughs> we just went over this. <laughs> worse are you ever frustrated with yourself oh constantly i mean what do you mean i don't know you just said i wrote a song two years ago and that's just how it works didn't come out yeah well that frustrates me but that's not my fault why whose fault is that i don't know (laughs) has nothing to do with you no and i wouldn't it's not steve's fault (laughs) 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 you are gonna be on you've changed and it's gonna be great no what is that sorry i just want to focus in on this yeah you are a champion of welland but what is going to happen why does the year 2020 stand out as the year of welland it doesn't that's what the song's actually about why have you you you, what do you like about welland i mean it's interesting because it's dangerous it's bad it's not yeah it's like bad it's a bad place but it's also like true ski do not go in there it's a women's bathroom and you look like bon scott you can't you can't go in there it's a sliding door it says women's washroom right on the hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pink tape. That's weird. The whole thing is odd. I, it's weird. It's weird. For don't sure. go in there. Yeah. 
I don't even know if you can. Hopefully you can't. I don't Wash like this. Them. Don't touch the thing. Oh, man. This is your brother, there Ian. You Ian, right? Yeah. What does he go by? Ski? Ski, yeah. Where, where did that come from? I don't know. Ian, Ski, and Ski. There you go. What? Who knows? You don't remember? I don't know. <laughs> He's <laughs> had so many nicknames who, over the years. Who gave him the nickname? He used to be Beans for a long time. Everybody called him Beans. Did you call him Beans? No, Dwaron still calls him Beans, though. Beans? Yeah. Why? Because, I, I don't know. I forget. Did he have a gas issue? He he was, like, vegan for a long time. Oh. He had something to do with that. Okay, okay. This is nice. You played with your brother for how long? Like, forever. How long has it been? 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. You guys were in a, another band called Attack and Black. Yeah. And, uh, and, and why do you keep playing with him? He, besides the fact that I just he's watched... He's the his, best drummer. He's really great. Yeah. I noticed that at that Sadie show that yeah. we were talking about. Holy Lord. Yeah, he's a full-blown psycho, for sure, like, as a person. But also that translates <laughs> that translates he seems, to his drumming. He seems nice and normal enough to me. Yeah. I mean, Hang around a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's nice. You got a little family connection there. That's And, and is he still in Welland? He is, yeah. Okay, so something is keeping the Romano boys in Welland. You're friends and attack. We like that taste of reality. What Do you feel like London, Ontario, where... Spen- London? Isn't it, where's Spencer right He's, now? He lives behind me in the same building. Oh, I thought he yeah. lived in London. No, but I, I think London is cool, too. London, Ontario. Yeah. Okay. So it's y- also got that... Uh, it's kind of like a reality check, you know? Okay. You, you can really th- stay grounded. Do you feel like t- places like Toronto and Edmonton aren't as real as Welland? Toronto's not real. What's no. wrong with Toronto? Well, it's made up of people who aren't from there, mostly. Right, that's true. You know? So it's like the fantasy land right. where you go and you pretend about how life can life is right you know like montreal's like that too where it's like yeah this is like this beautiful place we have this such a wonderful warm community everybody's the same yeah everybody dresses the same right. acts the same likes the same things it's not how the world is so you, okay. i like to i like to keep in the world be like that but around people who aren't like that because it's healthier right okay so well and is so you get called names what do you get called names what who calls you names like people, like r- normal people from the real world. So in Welland, you're walking down the street and people call you names? Definitely. What kind of names? Um, is it going to be fun to Yeah, work? like, like you know, like like bad ones. Oh, no. Yeah. It's okay. It's, I you, don't, are, are you ever concerned for your safety? No. There's no safety issues? I don't think so. I mean, I'll fight if I have to fight, but I haven't ever had to. You've never had to fight? No. Okay, that's One good. time. That's good. Do you, do you often sing about your experiences in Welland, per se? Because I... There's songs on the probably. I mean, I think that it it, it has made my. I, it, I don't know. I I think it's good to have those experiences. At least it is for me. It's probably not good for everybody. Beyond yeah. you, what is Welland the most known for? Uh, it has the highest occupied beer store per capita in the world. It's working working class c- town, very working class. Yeah, town. but everything's gone. It's basically like re- college and retirement community now. All the industry's gone. What was the industry? Steel and uh, John Deere and, you know, like auto part manufacturing. Yeah, right. Stuff. There's a lot yeah. of stuff in that. It's kind of... Is it the Niagara region? It's basically like a small Hamilton. Right. It is. It is, it is yeah. the Niagara region. So there's a lot of little industries like that, and it's all gone. So all that, gone, yeah. So does that give you pause? I mean, that people must be kind of desperate if, if all the industries... Yeah, gone. it's 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 made it uh, pretty pretty grim, but... What are you going to do? Have you given thought of living anywhere else? No. Edmonton? 
Would you move here? I like it here. I don't think I could live here. Or, fr- or I don't think I would want to. Your friend and mine and your former Attack and Black uh, bandmate, Ian Daniel Kehoe, yeah. was just on the show. Yeah. And, and he said he wants to live in Edmonton. He said he would. I, I invited him. And I said, can you hunker down with me in Edmonton? He was I think he could get on living anywhere, though. You think so? I think he could. Could you? Maybe. You're a world traveler. You've been all over the place. Yeah. So couldn't you live just about anywhere? I wouldn't want to be too comfortable. Why? Why not? I don't know. What does that mean? Too comfortable? Are you are you uncomfortable in Welland? Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> I don't feel like fully safe. What you don't feel? Sa- oh man, that doesn't sound good, Dan. I do worry about you. No, no, I'm f- I am safe, but okay. it's it feels like it's not. Okay. Well, I mean, what's that? When you're too safe. Yeah, this is what happens when you're too safe. What? Imagine this. Oh, yeah, the record. This could be in Welland. Right. This is, the, okay, so you like the kind of off kilter danger involved in your in, in Welland. Well, because yeah, um, I don't know. Sometimes I have conversations with people who who live in these like cultural bubbles, and they have no idea what they're talking about. Because they live in a vacuum. Yeah, and it's super dangerous, and also like close minded. Right. And da- and dangerous in that way. You right. Know? But the, I feel like that's breaking apart. The more conversations I have with people about how you have to talk to the the Doug Ford voter. Yeah, you have to. Or the, uh, in my case. And you case, have to, like, respect them. You have to be more respectful of them, even though they don't seem to have a lot of respect for humanity and the choices they make. It's not their fault. They don't know what they're talking about. Right. So, but, so we used to dismiss the people who didn't know what they were talking about as being That's like, the problem with the bubble. Right, but now they're, they're... It's a full dismissal of, of anything other than their own culture. Right. Which is racist. It is... Well, <laughs> it's it, bigoted. It, it is prejudice, yes. There is some... Probably some classism there, for sure. For sure. Well, and also most of them are rich kids. Most of them have are from upper middle class. But they probably. don't dress that way. That's right. a whole other point of contention with me. Right. They dress like they're... Not rich, from a, however they, you want to put right. that. Right, they want to look like they're working class and yeah. can't afford stuff. What is that about? Uh, R- pretend? Yeah, insecurity, probably. It's mm-hmm. all rooted in insecurity, I think. Do you feel like this rec room place we're in is emblematic or reflective of anything going on in the musical landscape or the cultural landscape generally? Because I, I often quote you on the show. You once said something to me that I still it still sticks with me, and it's about fashion. Mm-hmm. And how you said fashion was done, that time was a flat circle. Because I talked to you about how we had a conversation about how now there's just you can wear anything. And if we look at our photos from this period, the way you look at your photos in the 90s or the 60s or 70s, you're like, oh, that's definitely from an era. You can tell. Yeah. There's no era anymore. No. Like there's no nothing distinctive about our of the 21st century. No. Do you still feel that way? Yeah. So is is any of the safeness that we're in right now? Well, aesthetically, there's like a thing, of course. Like all these kinds of places have like barn board right. and like industrial piping for lamps, that kind of stuff. Whitewash, nothing. Right. Like like nothingness. There's a weird thing where uh, people want their brand new thing to look old. Yeah. And seem like it's from a different time. Yeah. Have you ever have you read uh, uh, censorship now? Sfinonius's book. No. 
Oh yes, I have. Yes, yeah. I have. You yes, know, of he's course. got that yeah. chapter about IKEA uh, uh, yeah, and all the that hoarders. Stuff. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's. I an think that's thing. really true. Yeah, and the the whole thing about how we're getting rid of all our tangible objects. Yeah, just like people who hate sex and like right. want to own nothing. Right. What's that about? Do you? Uh, how do you feel about that? I f- I feel uh, terrified of it. I or just like they want to. They don't hate sex. They just want to desensitize it. They well, and I think shorn, they, be shorn, you know, they, but, removed of the, their sexual antennae. Well, you have an interesting relationship, I think, with time and temporality, and that's Fanonius thing that you're talking about. One of the things that struck me about that book was the ahistoricism that's rampant yeah. in our culture, yeah. and how he was saying like, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff because I have to deal with these streaming stuff, streaming things now. Yeah, all of my DVDs are down in the basement, or well, my old basement. I don't even know they're on a moving skid somewhere right now uh, in storage (laughs) but i mean like all my stuff is important to me yeah my records and my books but people are like you're bringing your books have you read the books i'm like i've read most of the books why do you want to keep the books what's the problem and i well because it's costly it was get the books i want the the books books, and and if you want to read the books you can read the books i keep the books and i keep the records but a lot of people don't feel that way and it's i don't know well that's okay i respect that i just don't understand it because we're not going to remember anything we do. No. Uh, but if this keeps up. No. And it makes me... Uh, you mean like w- w- not having a tangible history? I, I've i talked about this already before, too, and they're going to be on this show eventually if they haven't been already. I did an interview with the people that made this book called The Flyer Vault. Don't know it. Traces 150 years of Toronto music shows. Okay. From 1850 to 2000. Are you ordering me something? I gotta eat like right now. Give me. I'm just hungry too. I'm, 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 we both want the menu. We'll look. We'll look at the menu and we'll do the interview. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Keith. Thank you. Fresh and light. Is that what we want? You Beef? said you Fresh wanted. You said you wanted a salad when we I were. I don't know. If wood, that, could, is that gonna be enough? Fourteen fifty for a wood-fired pizza. Hmm. I wouldn't trust that. What do you mean? Oh, you don't think it's wood-fired? I it's don't. It's probably think fake wood. Right? I think it's gonna be bad. It's probably yeah, gonna it's be bad. Fake, wood. fake wood. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I am in Alberta. Which, what's an Alberta thing to have? I don't know, steak, probably. Well, I'm not going to have that. That's the only thing we can order? No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, thank you very much. Herb whipped, goat ricotta, baby kale, smoked almonds, sherry vinaigrette, grilled pita. What? So how do you feel about this? Baby kale, market green, sun-dried tomatoes, pres- uh, preserved lemon yogurt dressing. Wait, can I have the grilled salmon? Okay, I'll have that. Is that a salad? It's, fr- it's in the fresh and light. So is that a salad? I don't know. Don't care, really. What is fresh and light? I'll also add avocado. <sighs> Grilled salmon? Yeah. That actually seems... What do you think like, about that? That seems good. What is this? Uh, I hope we get this for free. It's very expensive. Do we get this? Do I? Am I paying for all of the no, meals? No, no. Yeah, no, you okay. have to get them all. Okay. I'm on. This is... This is good. I just... <laughs> I kind of want a pizza. <laughs> Which one? Well, I'd probably get the margarita. Yeah, safe bet. Can I do that? Oh, they got... If it's legitimate, it looks legitimate. It's labeled legitimately. What are you looking at? The Super Greens pizza? No, the margarita. Oh, the margarita. They're they're using, like, good... Yeah, Fjord's... Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to get that. I'll try that. You can't go wrong with a a pizza. Yes, true. There's there's no bad pizza. There's actually really bad. Well, you know what I'm saying. Maybe I should get a salad, too, just so that I don't die. 
Okay, I'm going to get the margarita with the market green salad. That's my plan. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the grilled salmon, add avocado. What about the herb-rubbed Atlantic salmon? Where's that? That's under fried-up specialties, hot off the grill. It's that gray section in the middle. Oh. If this were a website, this would be like a separate menu. It would be the drop-down. Yeah, it's hard to <laughs> see it, really. Margarita green salad? Is that okay? Can I do that? Oh, thank you very much. That's they kind. both come with lemon yogurt. Either way, uh, yeah, grilled salmon, uh, and I'll power up with a half avocado. Other power-ups for people listening options are grilled chicken, <laughs> grilled Atlantic salmon, grilled flat iron steak, and grilled shrimp skewer. We are eating at a place called 310. 310. 310, which is part of the rec room complex. Yes. Yeah. So what are we complaining about? See, this is a brand new Who's thing. Who's complaining? I'm not complaining. Well, I'm just saying this is modern modern cuisine. This is, uh, yeah, this is capitalism. We're yeah. taking the money tonight. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I, I want to, I want to, I think we got to some things. It's a bit of an update. What are you kind of up to generally? I generally? don't, I mean, we're here tonight to play this show. Yeah. What else is coming up in the new year? I, I can't keep track of all of your stuff. and I just Me I, neither. Well, I never know what's going on. Uh, I talked to Steve and he said... Yeah, we have a live record called OK Wow. What? We have a live record called OK Wow. No, I heard you. Why is it called that? Why wouldn't it be called that? That's a, that's a pretty good name. Yeah, thank you. I actually heard you vocal checking today and yeah. you said OK Wow. Yeah, I mean, like we you say it all okay, the time. You said OK Wow a lot, actually. Yeah. You're big into slogans. You've changed. Was it like? Is, this a, uh, is that an Ian Kehoe thing? Yeah, because his friend Ryan Belvedere used to say it. His name was Ryan Belvedere. Yeah, like Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. Do you remember that show? No. It's a butler. Uh, it sounds right. British butler and Bob Euchre was like the dad. There's some Belvedere's in Welland. Okay. Anyway, so you. Sorry, I keep <laughs> derailing this whole thing. I'm hungry. I'm running on fumes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. What's That's the who's which band is this? This is the outfit. Daniel we recorded in Scandinavia somewhere. Scandinavia? Yeah. Okay. So live album. Yeah, live album. Does it reflect maybe like the sound I saw at the Lee's Palace? It's the show you saw at Lee's Palace. Well, you just said it was recorded in Scandinavia. Well, we were doing the same show. Oh, same show. Yeah. Same set. Yeah. That sounded incredible. Yeah, it's that. I like, I said that to someone. It's like, uh, you know, we, you and I, sometimes we talk about Bob Dylan. Yeah. And I, what I, what I really like about Bob Dylan is that it's all the same song is always going to be different because yeah. he doesn't believe I think I, I've never talked to him about this someday I hope to but he believes that the recording is just the day like yeah. the album that everyone's like the album that's just an archive of something that happened I in totally, the day and I the totally song agree, yeah. lives and breathes and does whatever it wants to yeah, do yeah it you should completely it. change if it wants to but every once in a while particularly in 66 he invented a rock and roll sound yeah. I feel like they just invented a new sound yeah and I will say and I'm not blowing smoke here I was at the Lee's Palace thing and I'm like yeah this is like that reminded me of that spirit of invention your yeah. songs were different so to speak like they weren't with the, they were familiar but not yeah and the sound was ferocious yeah and amazing and Thank I just you. I want to say that if that's the sound that's the sound you're of not the record. jerking the rec- me around this here is the, it's the best record it's the best thing I've done for sure where did you record it exactly in Scandinavia Wait, why was it in Scandinavia uh, I don't know we recorded a bunch of them and I don't know which one it was because we didn't label them your engineer Kenny was yeah. in charge of this mm-hmm. okay so you have okay yeah um, but also uh, there's also a record record a studio record that we made and over a couple of days last March in March, last March, you last made March? A record? Oh, yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, I that's a while ago. That's a while yeah. ago for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you take you normally take this long to put out a thing that you've laid down? Yeah, it's you usually do. like. Okay. Well, I don't know how you long get, that is. You gotta uh, wait this, for everyone to. Well, catch that up. one's gonna. That one doesn't even have a release date yet. You know, this is an outfit. Oh, that's gonna come out in September. See, I don't know anything. September. Yeah, that's the outfit. So record? okay, wow, the live record is gonna come out in like April. February. What? Next month. No, when's the actual rele- like public release? No, it's though. January right now. March, end of March. Wait, the OK Wow record. OK Wow is end of March, and then the uh, the new record, which is called "How Ill Thy World Is Ordered," that will come out in uh, September. How ill thy world is ordered? That sounds old timey. That sounds biblical. It's not. It's a rock and roll record. What is? No, no. I mean the name. What does that name come from? I don't know, man. No, I'm asking you a I serious question. You must have some sense of what it yeah, is. Yeah, there's a song. It's a whole song. It's a title from a song. How ill thy world is ordered. Yeah. What did you take a time machine back to a time when people talk like that? I don't know. I was like, I don't know what I was. You go- sound like Daniel Plainview, and there will be I blood. Don't, I don't know what I was on about at that time. Okay. Do you feel there's like a lot of kind of like that kind of language on it? You have a thing where I think you want people to do what they want to do, but you judge them a little bit. Who do I judge? The world. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're, you're, you don't it's a record about capitalism, probably. Oh. I, okay, that makes sense. Anything in particular inspire that? Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Was it another impu- instinctual improvised thing, or did you write those it's songs? It's kind of all over the place. There's love songs. Okay, you know? okay. How ill thy world is ordered. How so ill thy world is ordered. Now you are you've changed exclusive now. So yeah. these will be out on YouTube. You've you changed, changed worldwide. Okay. Congratulations on that. Thank you. It's nice it's to I'll, I'll, I'll let Steve know. Well, I he I'll texting him after yeah. this. I'm, texting I'm excited about it, you know. What is it like working with Steve exactly for you? I mean oh, he's it's one of your oldest wonderful. friends. Yeah, I love it. Does he push you? No. Does, what not in it does he say, Ah, oh, Dan, maybe try this? No. He well, sometimes you. he's like, aren't you going to send me that thing or whatever? But right. No, usually it's like... You don't always send the thing you say you're going to send. I don't, no. I, I, even I, you and I were texting yesterday about this. Yeah, I dropped the ball. You ghosted. I did, yeah. Why did you ghost? I don't know. Do you, was it me? No, we went... You sh- hugged we, me when I showed up. We went shopping. All you day. were happy to see me. We went. We know this guy here. He's got like a vintage clothing warehouse. And I was just like... Okay. I was consumed. Okay. It had nothing it's to do a with warehouse. Me. Full. What's it called? It's not called anything. Oh. You got to know. You got to be in the know. What's okay? Can you tell me? He after? used to own all the d- uh, divine vintage stores that used to be out here. Oh, okay. Um, so he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Did you get anything? Yeah. Okay. Are you wearing Did my entire outfit? Yeah. The thing you're wearing right now yeah, is yeah, all from the store. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. What's on your and shirt? And then a shirt, Wiley Coyote. Oh, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, I see him now. Okay. Um. Okay. All right, so you drop. Okay, so Steve. Yeah, and you we were there from eleven to four. That's fine. It's, I'm not. I'm just. Coming. Ian got back to me. Everything yeah, he fun. told me that's why I didn't uh, okay. uh, feel fine. bad. It's, it's all right. It's fine. Okay, so uh, people can look out for those records. You've changed records. dot com. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Poetry. Anything else you're working on? Films. Well, me and Kehoe made a, a poetry book, and I'm waiting for him to send back. He wants to make revisions. Um, you know, he was. We talked about his poetry, and he said. His own poetry sometimes it, it embarrasses him. Yeah, he doesn't he's, feel he's like very shy with his poetry, which is crazy because he's so good. But I mean, that's how it goes. So you wrote a poetry book together? Yeah, we 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 spent uh, fifty days writing one poem to each other about each other. Uh, wow! Every day, just via the internet. Was fifty a 
fixed number that well, you selected? Because then we'd have 100 poems. Oh, I see. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you'd write a poem and then... For 50 days, we each wrote a poem about each other. And that's the thing. That was the thing. What did you learn about his perception of you from the poems? I'd have to reflect on them. We just kind of... I'm asking you right now. I don't know. You didn't read it? I read it when it was happening. <laughs> when did this happen? I don't retain information, I, I don't think. How I think do you that's remember songs? Do you, do you remember your lyrics? Muscle memory. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But you don't If ponder. I were to just... If you were to like be like, what are the words to this song? I would be like, I don't know. Right. I'd have to like start playing it you need the the song itself to to signal where you yeah and also like they mean something obviously to me when they're being created but as soon as it's written like as soon as i hit the stop button on like the cassette player or the voice memo or whatever it is they're just like something else they're now they're now public domain you know you remembered a song you wrote for my son in like 2012 that's amazing yeah you sang the first line that's right. I, I signaled you. Yeah. Okay, your mind is a wonderland, <laughs> if I might say. It's an interesting thing, your mind. It's very frustrating. No, it seems good. Okay. Uh, here's an odd request. Yeah. You don't have to respect it, but normally I would go out on a song okay. from my guests when I'm talking to them. Yeah. We could go out on a new Ancient Shapes or one of the Ancient Shapes songs. You've got these. You've changed things. Yeah, we could probably do. When when is this like? Whenever I don't know. Whenever. Couple, okay, let's couple, do. The, let's probably do not s- till March. Let's actually. do a live song. Can we do a live song? Yeah. Can we play a live song yeah. on the show? What Steve gonna say? No. I'm talking to Ski here. No, but who's gonna say no? Steve. Well, he could cancel my pizza He's order. He's not gonna cancel it. Okay. Go no one's canceling it. Okay. Any any of these plans? Which song from the new record? Uh, okay. Wow. Can we? Nerveless. Go Nervous. Which, yeah, yeah. Why that one? Why did that one come to mind? Um, because it's not on anything except for those records that came out on the internet for a bit and then went away. They were on Bandcamp and then they you took them down. Yeah, I bought them. I think. Yeah, is that so okay? That's from that. I bought them. They were there to buy. I bought them because I like you. Yeah, I, that's I, fine. I, I appreciate not, that. I just want you to know that. Okay, so nerveless is the song we're gonna hear. It, yeah. Anything you want to say about it? That record will be good. I'll say that. That record's good. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You're really proud of this one. I don't know. It's a show. It's like, yeah, it has like an energy that I like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is brand new music. Oh, it's sorry. Daniel Romano and the outfit. Sure. Daniel Romano and the outfit with nerveless uh, from the new live album. Okay. Wow. Which is out on you've changed records. Daniel, thank you so much thank for you, coming back to the show. And, and I appreciate this time uh, before you have to play a show. And I wish you the best of luck with everything going forward. Thank you.
Ah, very special thanks to Daniel Romano and Ancient Shapes and Daniel Romano and the Outfit and all other Daniel Romano-related things for being on this, the 534th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One podcast network and is available on all iOS, Android platforms, uh, everything, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Stitcher, Audio Boom, uh, TuneIn. I don't know. It's on all of the YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's, eh, not a lot of people look at the YouTube, but it's just the audio with a photo, and it's, but it's YouTube. So you're used to seeing motion pictures on the YouTube. It's just a photo and then me and my guest talking. So I can understand maybe why people don't flock to the YouTube to listen to the podcast, but it's there. It's there. If you can't find an episode that you've heard about and are looking for on any of those things that I mentioned, or if you want to learn more about me, sign up for my regularly scheduled newsletter, please visit my website, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on Facebook or follow the show on Twitter at vishcreative or follow me directly at vishkana. Also, please visit patreon.com slash Control. Make a flexible monthly donation to keep this podcast going. Again, there's now a $6 or more tier that grants you exclusive access to my audio archives. About once or twice a month now, I'm trying to post some old stuff from my archives onto the Patreon uh, page to give you more things to listen to. And uh, most recently, as, you, as you're listening to this uh, episode now, I just yesterday... Again, it depends on when you're hearing this, but let's just say, as I'm speaking to you now, yesterday. Yesterday, I posted a 2009 interview I, I conducted with Sufjan Stevens, and it's a long interview with Sufjan, and so if you like Sufjan Stevens, and you like the year 2009, and you wonder what Sufjan Stevens was like in the year 2009, oh, buddy, go to patreon.com slash Control and find out what Sufjan Stevens in 2009 was all about, and other uh, exclusive uh, content. Thanks again to Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, and Granddad's Donuts for their in-kind support for this show. Uh, thanks also to Jim Guthrie for lending me some music on the show. Uh, you can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. And finally, you. Thank you very much for listening to this episode with Daniel Romano. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a little frantic and frenetic. We were hungry. We were talkative. But I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to learn more about the show or tell your friends to learn more about the show, I guess you know about the show already. Tell your friends about Creative Control. Ask them to subscribe to the podcast just like you do and do all the other things I mentioned and listen to the show. That would be awesome. Thank you for doing all those things. I will talk to you very soon. Goodbye for now. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.